0: Hi, this is Alonzo Bowden And you are listening to Who's Paying Attention Episode 24 This episode of Who's Paying Attention Is brought to you by Jeff Dunham's new comedy special Minding the Monsters Who's Paying Attention this week, man I hope it's Barack Obama, because Joe Biden showed in that vice presidential debate how to deliver a true ass whipping man, Joe beat Paul Ryan like a stepchild. Now, listen, Barack Obama said that he was too polite. He said, you know, it's difficult to stand there and say that's not true. That's not true over and over again. Really? Well, maybe you could learn something from Joe Biden about how to do it, because Joe had no problem laughing at Ryan when he was wrong. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was just a beating. If this was a Little League game, they would have stopped it based on the mercy rule about 50 minutes into the debate. And and it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me who thought so. Everybody did. There were some phenomenal tweets tonight, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to read you a couple quick ones. Frank Conniff Okay, he said Paul Ryan talking about foreign policy is like Stevie Wonder talking about silent movies. (laughs) Patton Oswalt, the fake quote from Paul Ryan. Uh, I was told there would be an alligator push-ups portion to this. Bill Maher. This Biden guy is awesome. Hope he keeps that nice sleepy black guy on the ticket. Jay Hollinsworth. I love Biden's old Irish crotchety ass. Waiting for him to take a swig of whiskey. (laughs) Oh man, just just everybody. Just hilarious tonight. I think the greatest tweet of the night had to be from Melissa Sannon, which simply said, "Call 911. There's an old man beating a child on TV." <laughs> he beat him the way you're supposed to. He beat him with facts. He beat him with numbers. He called him out. When Ryan would try lying, you know, Ryan tried the, oh, you've run up the deficit and the stimulus and Biden comes back with, really? Then how come you wrote two letters asking for stimulus money for your congressional district? Things like that. It was just, it was amazing. Okay. You know, of course, Paul Ryan's going to try the you know, $250,000 thing and you're you're hurting the job creators and try to play the old trickle-down theory routine. And what did Joe Biden say? 97% of small businesses make less than $250,000. So it's really not attacking small business. It's attacking rich people and hedge funds and people like Mitt Romney, who pays taxes at a 14% rate because of capital gains versus the average working stiff who pays, I don't know, 20 percent 25 percent or whatever it was just it was over and over he just keep beating him down on everything joe the abortion and and before i go into that martha Raditz, the moderator for this debate was incredible what she did was exactly what you're supposed to do. She kept it moving. She asked great questions. When they didn't answer the question, she asked them the question again. She would shut them both down. It was, it was beautiful. And she asked a great question. She said, they're both Catholics. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, but you're both Catholic candidates. How does your religion affect your decision on abortion? And Paul Ryan went into this story about at seven weeks, he saw the ultrasound and heard the heartbeat and the baby looked like a bean. So now his daughter is nicknamed Bean and he's against abortion, except in cases of incest or rape. He didn't specify whether that was legitimate rape or not, because he is a Todd Akin supporter. But anyway, that was his story, just along party lines and blah, blah, blah. Joe Biden said that, He's a Catholic. He believes life begins at conception, but he also believes that people have the freedom to believe what they want. In other words, the government doesn't impose any belief on people because there are Jews and there are Buddhists and there are Muslims and there are a bunch of other people who have their own beliefs and it's not the government's place. And then he brought up the fact that the next president is going to be picking Supreme Court justices. And do you want to protect Roe v. Wade? And he had a great technique of turning and looking at the camera as if to speak to America when he was like, remember who you're talking to. And then Ryan tried to play the Reagan card. And Joe was like, uh, I was in the meetings with Reagan when Reagan was working on bipartisan tax plans. And there was no party of no, which the Republicans have become. And there was there was no pledge signed to never raise taxes. Oh, Joe was all over that party of opposition crap that the Republicans pull and just so many things. He talked about how Ryan supported paying for two wars on a credit card, but is now anti-deficit and just over and over. Just it was a smackdown. It was a beating. The winners, first of all, Martha Raddatz, who showed why Republicans hate strong women because she was brilliant and Joe Biden. But actually, if you watch CNN, Joe didn't win. That's right. CNN picked Ryan as the winner of the debate. I think CNN was watching the debate on Fox News or perhaps they polled some NFL uh, replacement refs. I'm not sure how they came up with that decision. Or maybe it's part of that left wing conspiracy where CNN picks Paul Ryan and then Fox has to agree with CNN or I'm going to stop that nonsense. Joe, you kicked ass tonight. You showed the Democrats what they could do, what they should do. You showed how to use fact over fiction. Barack Obama, I pray to God, you were paying attention. You were listening tonight, and you will kick some ass on Tuesday. That's right. This was a hell of a debate. Way to go, Joe. Now, on to other news. Did I say on to other news? I'm sorry. I don't want to make this whole show about the debate, but I got to bring up one point where where Joe just, just smacked him. It was near the last question and the moderator brought up the fact she talked to one of the soldiers that had returned from the war in Iraq a decorated veteran and he said he hates how the campaign goes negative and what about the love for America blah 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 and you know they both did the typical, uh ah, that's what they're supposed to do, thank you for your service, and you're an honored veteran, and we appreciate your sacrifice. And I'm in no way dismissing that, because that's absolutely true, but it, it should be said with more sincerity than when a politician says it. But Joe Biden just closed it beautifully when he said, yeah, and I wouldn't tell this soldier that he's part of the 47% that lives off the government and... and has no personal responsibility and i mean to twist a veteran and use it to show that the 47 percent thing how ridiculous it is to say that people who live off government there's a lot of legitimate reasons for not paying taxes um i was at war (laughs) so again I'm, i'm stopping but it was great okay other news other topics i was in la last week now you're asking where the hell are you now Right now, at this moment, I'm in Calgary, Alberta, doing a Canadian tour, which I'm all right. Tomorrow, I will be in Lethbridge, and Saturday, I'll be in Medicine Hat. I know you're jealous. You're like, man, you're going to get to Medicine Hat? I will, and trust me, it'll be the one time in my life I saw a Medicine Hat for one day, and that's enough. But anyway, back in Cali, gas is $5 a gallon. Why? The refineries. Oh, Probably doesn't have anything to do with Barack Obama calling out the subsidies on oil companies. And Barack, let's go easy on that, all right? But not that they shouldn't have subsidies, but if they're going to raise the price, you got to call them out after you get reelected and smack down them subsidies. Five dollars a gallon. Why? Refineries. There aren't enough refineries. I don't know what, like, magical, miracle, hidden thing these refineries are. That there never seen there's enough of them. Most of the time, but every now and then we need to make an extra few billions so there aren't enough refineries. It Honestly, it sounds to me like the Keebler cookie company saying, you know, there aren't enough elves in the tree. That's right. Gas is made by Keebler elves who live in a tree, and every now and then they can't pump it out soon enough. Enough with this refineries bullshit, man. Oh, get reelected, Barack Obama, and actually do something, actually take money away from the oil companies. I hope he gets reelected and starts saying, screw these people, because I can't get elected again. I don't know. So what else is going on? Baseball. We're in the playoffs, which is great. The problem is we're already well into October. Baseball season's going to go to November. It's too long. I mean, if you have the Yankees playing in November, if you have the Baltimore Orioles, if you have even the San Francisco Giants. It's, that's gonna be some cold ass baseball, you know. Detroit, and no, you don't want to be the Detroit playing. And come on, baseball used to have a thing called doubleheaders, kids. That's right. They would play two games in the same day, and you know what it did? It shortened the regular season. And let's do away with this stupid wild card playoff game because nobody enjoyed that. It was a waste of time. Condense the season, baseball. Let's get to it. Football going along well. Real referees. Real football games, we're liking that. Hockey, not a big hockey fan, but good luck. Work it out. Let's start playing. Um, What else is out there? Basketball players are starting to get ready. The Houston Rockets drafted a player, and and I can't remember his name offhand. I'm sorry about that, but he is afraid to fly. I actually had to look it up. I can't let this go without naming a guy. Okay, Royce White. Afraid to fly, and the Houston Rockets drafted him. Why would you do that? No, no knock against Royce. If it's a legitimate fear, it's a legitimate fear, but why waste a draft pick? I mean, here you got a great young player, right? Suppose you have to play New York and Miami back to back. Well, Royce couldn't be at both games because uh, the bus doesn't travel that fast. I, sports owners are amazing because most of them are businessmen who, you know, are intelligent and they got there, but once they get there, they just lose their mind, just like hockey. We're paying them too much. Well, you're throwing out multi, you know, $30 million contracts to rookies. No one's forcing you to do that. You did that yourself. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. Sorry about that. But you draft a basketball player who's afraid to fly. Hey, here's an idea. Let him work out that anxiety. Let him deal with the therapists, et etc., et cetera. Get over the flight fear. Then draft him. Then pick a player. Then pick a guy who has a job that involves flying every other day. Just saying. Okay, let's wrap it up. And and you know I always like to wrap it up with with something beyond belief. Well, you know what's beyond belief? Yeah, apparently, um evolution. Evolution, ladies and gentlemen, is not just beyond belief. It is actually a lie. And it's not just a lie, it's a lie from the pit of hell. Doo doom. Sorry, I had to make my own dramatic music. <laughs> U.S. Representative Paul Brown, a Republican, imagine that, congressman who is running unopposed in Georgia, again, imagine that, says that evolution, embryology, and the Big Bang Theory are lies straight from the pit of hell. This is what he said God's word is true. I've come to understand that. All that stuff I was taught about, evolution, embryology, Big Bang Theory, All lies straight from the pit of hell. This is a young earth. It's only about 9,000 years old. It was created in six days as we know them. Because, you know, some theologists say it was created in six days, but each day was like a thousand years long. Nope. Nope. Six 24-hour days created the whole thing. Only 9,000 years old. And you're like, well, well, who cares? Okay, another crazy congressman. This is, why, this is why it's hilarious. And this is all part of that Republican thing that they, they hate education, right? Karl Rove said that once people are educated, you can't control them anymore. And Rick Santorum said, we will never get the smart vote. So here it is, Paul Brown, a physician who somehow got through medical school. Don't they teach science there? Anyway, he's on the House Science, Space and Technology Committee. Let me say that again. The Science, Space and Technology Committee and Evolution is a lie from the pit of hell. It, it's part of this Republican thing. And it really is brilliant how they do it, because whatever they say, it's the opposite. Right. So if you're on the science committee, it means you don't believe in science. And and just in case you think he's alone over there, uh, this committee, this this is a real group of, of winners right here. The chairman of the committee, Ralph Hall, Republican from Texas. Again, hard to believe. I know um, global warming. No, we can't control global warming. You know why? Because, quote, I don't think we can control what God controls. <laughs> oh, you know who else is on this committee? Todd Akin. You're like, man, why do I remember that name? Who is Todd Akin? Oh, you remember Todd Akin, Republican from Missouri, who says victims of legitimate rape are unlikely to become pregnant because the female body has ways to shut that whole thing down. Now, keep in mind, he's on this science committee with with Rick Brown, who is a doctor. So Rick knows about that female reproductive system with the whole shutdown after rape mechanism. Unbelievable. You think I'm done? I'm not done. Dana Rohrbacher, another member of the Science Committee, Republican from Huntington Beach. You want to reduce those greenhouse gases? Cut down trees because they create carbon dioxide. Yeah, we should clear-cut rainforests. Listen, if you ever wonder why America is falling behind in creation of technology and in understanding science, why we have levies from 1841 versus, you know, the Dutch who have levies that actually work... To, and on and on and on i'm not even going to go into all the other technologies we're falling behind on it's because our science and space committee is run by a guy who says global warming is an act of god and has members who say that evolution is a lie from the pit of hell and we can solve global warming by cutting down trees and women will self abort if there's not legit if it's not a legitimate rape God bless America. I love my country. I thank you. You've been listening to Alonzo Bowden. All right, this is who's paying attention. I hope Barack Obama was paying attention tonight when Joe showed how to run a beat down. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook. I I am five minutes from giving up, staying in Medicine Hat, and watching Honey Boo Boo. Save me, people. I love you guys. This episode of Who's Paying Attention is brought to you by Jeff Dunham's new special, Minding the Monsters.